Hi, everybody. Welcome to The Bottom Line with Bob and Kendall Ehrlich. Please visit us on our website, bobehrlich.com. We've got the Western Journal there, this podcast, and we'd really love to hear from you through email also, whether you like us, whether you don't, what you think. <laughs> They're going to love us. But at any rate, uh, please do that at contact at bobehrlich.com. Love to hear from you. Another episode, we're talking about all kinds of things from masks to the Olympics. And voting. And voting. We'll get to voting in a second. Our quick takes, we have five this week. First, uh, Senator Kristen Sinema from Arizona announced this past week. She will not back Biden administration's quote-unquote human infrastructure bill. Now, there's two infrastructure bills, as you know. The first one actually appears to be about infrastructure. It's attracted 17, 18 Republicans to it. It's likely going to pass. I could go either way on this. I understand that uh, there's a lot of money here. The federal government is spending like drunken sailors. However, there are lots of roads, lots of bridges, lots of real infrastructure in the country in need of repair. Dollars have to come from somewhere. Get that. But the $3.5 trillion bill, which is not infrastructure at all, it's just simply social spending, uh, looks like it's not going to have the votes. The Democrats are trying to do this through reconciliation, which means they only need 50 votes, but it also means they need every last Democratic senator to support it. Senator Sinema has announced she will not support it. Good news to the taxpayer. Second item, uh, first evacuees from Afghanistan. We talked about this a few weeks ago, babe. So, uh, first evacuees from Afghanistan have arrived in our country, in the United States. These were interpreters. It should not be radical. It should be common sense. It's a moral obligation in our view, in the view of hopefully everyone listening to us, that the U.S. has a moral obligation to everyone in Afghanistan who supported us, particularly the interpreters. These folks will be first in line for the Taliban that will come after them. Those who want to get out of that country need to get out of that country. The United States should do everything in its power. Our government should, our military should, to get them out of harm's way. They supported us. And, and they deserve uh, everything real we can do Real political asylum. Yes, real, talk about real, real. refugees, real right. migrants, real people who are deservedly uh, should be in this country. Uh, they supported us when they didn't need to. Third item this week, the mullahs crushing protests in not just Tehran, but also other Iranian cities. This goes back to a point we've been making, uh, a lot of folks on the right have been making since the beginning of the Biden administration. The... Trump policy of maximum pressure was working with respect to Iran. Their economy was tanking. There was real unrest on the street. The Iranian street was was angry. It's it's angry again, quite frankly. But again, if Trump did it, the Biden administration is going to undo it. In this case, maximum pressure gone. Back to negotiations with respect to a new, quote-unquote, nuclear deal. Just, in our view, the wrong way to go. Uh, these folks in this poor country have been under the mullahs for now many decades. They want freedom. They want human rights. They want freedom of the press. They want all the rights that we have in our country and in the West. They're not going to get it. And unfortunately, the Biden administration is going to be acquiescent to a new hardline government coming in. So not good news for the people nor for human rights in, in Iran. I predict one day that it'll it'll happen. We hope so. We hope so for those those poor folks. Um, 
Simone, uh, Simone Biles uh, is something, someone you want to talk about. Uh, it, she has dominated the Olympic news to date, although she's uh, competed in a very limited way. Uh, you want to be heard on this, my dear? No, I, I think that that's what people are talking about. It's an interesting issue. Uh, she pulled out of the events that she was in. Um, she may do one, one event, uh, but that's yet to be known. And certainly she wasn't part of the team event uh, due to mental health reasons. And uh, it's just, you know, some people are questioning our timing. Some people are saying it's, it's, she's being soft under pressure. But I, I do think as a gymnast... She's under real risk if she isn't fully engaged. I mean, real risk yeah. to her body and uh, possibly to her life if she lands the wrong way or something goes awry. So it's, it's, an, interesting, uh, it's an interesting discussion. Uh, I'm, I'm glad we're having the discussion. But I think, you, like you said, um, you know, it's really her personal decision. It's her decision, and she, she's, she's the GOAT. I mean, she's the GOAT with respect to a number of those exercises. She's had an incredible career. Uh, she got the dizzies, I believe, is, is with, with respect to one. Is that uh, like vertigo? Was it the vault? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yes. something like that, yeah. I guess. And, and so she pulled out, and it's led to all this. Some people crushing her, other people calling her a hero. And I think in our view, it's it's neither. I, yeah. she's, a, she's the GOAT who developed a problem during this Olympics. She shouldn't be condemned. That's dumb. She's, she's not a hero either. She's just a, a great athlete who pulled out of the Olympics. Right. End of story. I hope she gets better, and I hope she continues to be the GOAT. Yeah. And, What's so complicated and about that? there's another four years for her. She's only 24 years old. Yeah, oh, my God. And she does a lot of great things. So, so hopefully she'll continue doing great things in her, her life yeah. and uh, with gymnastics with young girls as well as – in her own right, maybe continuing on with the Olympics. Some things so we'll do not have again. to be divisive. Some things <laughs> right. and some people do not have to be divisive. And this is one of them. This is one of them. Now, speaking of divisiveness, <laughs> you want to be heard on mass. Well, I we mean, both want to be heard on mass. We're talking about masks. This masks, masks are in the news again, and it just brings out such mistrust in government. They have changed the goal the line. CDC. The CDC has changed the goalpost time and time again, and people are fed up. Many of us have done what we've been asked. We put on masks. We we've done six commercials to support masks. We uh, well, not so much the mask, but for the vaccine, well, so well, that well, you wouldn't well, have the, to the do vaccine, the, sure, yes, wear the mask. Yes, and we were told if you got the vaccine, you wouldn't have to have the mask. Uh, now with the variant that's out there, there's an indication that. Maybe if you have been vaccinated, you still might get the COVID. But you're going to be less sick, and typically asymptomatic, which really gets lost in all this, and what the CDC did last week, and all this confusion, people angry, people do not want to go back to shutdowns. They, the economy cannot afford well, going back to lockdowns. The economy can't, and let me tell you, kids can't. Really important. Uh, our pediatrician indicated, fortunately, there were no really sick kids in, in that practice, but yet the mental health issues were through yeah. the roof. Nobody talks about and that. And so we cannot go back to having kids not in school this year. And that's what worries me. And hopefully that won't happen. But I, I just the hypocrisy. All these people coming over the border. No one's being tested. No one's being 
forced to get a vaccine. Well, that's it, a different it's issue, just, but you're right. Well, it's sort of a combination that people have had the hypocrisy. They're tired of the goalposts moving, and they just distrust government validly. So my solution would be, I mean, we need to go back to getting somebody out there, a spokesperson, a new one. Fauci's credibility is completely yeah. gone. And we really need somebody from this administration to get out and explain exactly what is happening, why things are happening. In simple terms. In simple terms and also leaning toward getting back to normal and allowing companies, schools, school districts to figure it out and let people but get back to But in the to- process, citing the science <laughs> From the left last cycle, all we heard was you Republicans are deniers, Trump, blah, blah, blah. Well, the science appears to be this is easily transmissible, this new variant. But you're going to, again, you're going to get less sick if you have the vaccine or you'll be asymptomatic, not even know you have it. And it appears that this variant, if we could get to herd immunity. Yes. Uh, and, and again, um, you know, the decision to take the vaccine is between you and a doctor and and you should have that discussion. Your point, though, about the migrants is, even though it's, we could do a show on this alone, but a government that that right. the CDC doing its thing, all the confusion, all the mess, all the anger, and yet we see on the evening news on certain channels, on Fox mostly, we see wave after wave of migrants coming into the country. Talk about a super spreader event. Exactly. It's a super spreader policy, exactly. in fact. So again, the inconsistency here, I, I agree with you. Have the CDC get somebody out there. I don't care who, I don't care if it's Joe Blow, Mrs. Joe Blow, I don't care who it is. Somebody out there speaking in complete sentences, right. citing the science. And by the way, those sentences can be completed in, in about five or six of them. You know, here's what we're doing. Right. Here's why. Right. Here's where we are. Here's what this new variant is about. It's not complicated, but I'll tell you, for good reason, people are angry and they're tired of it and they're fed up and they're so distrustful of government. Good segue. I'll tell you what I'm tired of. <laughs> okay. I'll tell you. As long what. as it doesn't have to do with me. <laughs> it couldn't. It couldn't. That's right. By the way, happy anniversary. That's there. right. 28. 28 years. So July we'll, be, we'll talk about that next week. Anyway. Okay. Next uh, week. Here's what I am. Here's what I am angry about. Well, yeah, whatever, whatever. (laughs) So (laughs) elections. Now we've talked about what we would want to see with regard to election reform. We've talked about the hypocrisy again, the hypocrisy. The news is full, for instance, of the Texas legislature, the Democrats in the Texas legislature, you know, running out of the state to deny the governor and Republicans a quorum down there for their election reform bill. And of course, in the process, they end up spreading COVID. COVID. And now they're sending uh, requests for for packages, for uh, toiletries and all sorts of stuff. It's just, it's insane. (laughs) It's embarrassing. It's dumb. It didn't work. It was a stunt. Mm-hmm. Um, so here you have these Get last two cycles. Hard. In 2016, Democrats were furious. Hillary Clinton said, they never let me win. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Um, some Democrats challenged the process the way a lot of Republicans did this time. There was anger. There was resentment. There was a resistance. Couldn't happen. Blah, blah, blah. 20, same thing now on the Republican side, led by the president, who still denies uh, he lost the race. A growing resentment uh, on the left with regard to the Electoral College and the Supreme Court, uh, going back to the Bush-Gore race, in mm-hmm. fact, with the Supreme Court. 
So this cycle, again, it's been our turn on the Republican side with mail-in voting, how it was handled, the bypassing of state election statutes and all that. So a number of folks who've listened to our podcast and who read my columns and all that have said, all right, Ehrlichs, what would you all have if you were king queen and you could render an edict on what you want with regard to an election bill, a state election statute that made sense, empowered people, that would be non-controversial. What elements would you have? So I was down in my office last night. Okay. I Let's came up it. with a number of them. And by the way, I have two categories here. Okay. I have two categories. One is mandatory and one is permissive. You may have differences that of opinion That sounds good here. to me. That makes sense? <laughs> <laughs> we do a lot of mandatory in our house. So, so uh, with really? regard to what we would want, vote in your signed precinct. Now, is that That's not going tough? out on a limb. Is that, is that unfair to the poor? Is that racist? These are rhetorical questions. I'm no. asking you. No. Thank you. You're, that was the right answer. Second issue here would be we employ clerks, the, we employ um, election officials at the local level to what? Keep track of the rolls. Right. The voter keep, rolls. To keep track of voter rolls to make sure that only people who can vote legally do vote. That means people if are deceased. You don't get to should vote. be off of the rolls. That's right. Uh, if you are an illegal um, and we know the dead person, only vote Democrat. Well, we asked the old joke. The old joke. <laughs> <laughs> the old why they have to vote straight Democratic. That's the old joke, and we're not going to do that. I wasn't going to do it, but oh. you did it. Sorry. Um, so we apologize. Any Democrats listening to us? Uh, Periodic cleanup of voting rolls is what these folks are paid to do. It's what they should do. If you're dead, if you are uh, illegal, if you're somehow disqualified from voting, you don't get to vote. That's not racist. That's not nativist. That, again, is common sense. So that would be the second uh, element of our, of our bill. Third, this is interesting. This came up in the last election. If you have mail-in votes, if you had mail-in forms that were mailed in, in the envelope, and when they got to the counter, somehow the creases disappeared. So you had non-creased mail-in voting ballots, the paper, the actual paper. Would that, Kendall Ehrlich, raise in your mind that that may not be a legal ballot that somebody may have played with a ballot box. Could be. Could be. Because it seems to me if you have a ballot envelope and the ballot appears to be non-creased, you may not have a legal ballot because somebody might be conducting some shenanigans concerning that ballot or other ballots. There were also issues in signatures and mail-in ballots? Well, we'll get to that in a second. Okay, that's part of your list. It's part of my list. So mail-in votes properly... Creased, no crease. Eh, take a look at it. Let's look at it again. Fourth, mail-in postmark. Now, this could be permissive. Part of this will be permissive, part mandatory. Mail-in votes postmarked by a date certain. You could have election day. You could have uh, the Thursday after election day. You know, you, the, 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 it has the, to be within parameters. Yeah, yes. The mandatory here is date certain. The permissive is there's no special day. It, it could be the Tuesday, it could be the Wednesday, but it has to be reasonable, as you said. But, but 
it's clear that you have to have a date certain with regard to mail-in votes. I don't like mail-in votes at all, but anyway. Yeah, well, get over that. Well, get over that. Fourth, uh, our favorite, my favorite, something we've talked about for 20 years. I've written about, we've discussed on this show ad nauseum, common sense, nothing to do with race, ethnicity, income, anything. Clear bipartisan majorities with regard to partisanship, clear racial uh, uh, majorities, African-American, white, clear ethnic majorities, everybody clearly supports photo ID. Absolutely. I can't, I, I thought that would be your first. Item. I know. It's, it was late. It okay. was late. <laughs> I mean, that is, that is number one. It's not too much to get you to have you identify yourself. Yeah. You yeah. have to do it for everything. It's the franchise that attaches to you as a citizen of the greatest country the world has ever, ever seen. Known. The most free, the most prosperous, the most proud, despite all of our ills, despite all of our faults, despite all of our ID sins. ID to get in a ball game, in the gym. Get your prescription. Go to an office building. Go visit the Capitol. Do anything. Go see your mom. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yes. You have yes. to show an ID. Show an ID. Uh, so Not uh, too much for the privilege of the greatest right we have. Major League Baseball, just shameful. Did anybody read this? Did anybody read the Georgia law? Did anybody read it? Oh, that they pulled uh, out of there. All-star game. Next. Now, this is something. It went something... to a state that was more restrictive, which was really ironic. I know. <laughs> All right. Harvesting. Now. Kendall and Bob Ehrlich have issues with regard to harvesting, sending people out just to, quote-unquote, harvest votes at senior centers, you name it. Clearly ripe for... You think? Yeah. <laughs> for fraud. I'm going out on a limb here. I'm just Boy. going out. Now, by the way, uh, Republicans have been caught cheating here, not just Democrats. So it's a oh, bipartisan it's, right. problem. This is not a partisan issue. I believe it was North Carolina, I believe, where Republicans got caught cheating here so if you're going to have harvesting which we don't necessarily agree with the predicate here but if you're going to have harvesting you have to limit the list of harvesters get it it yes. just can't be your high school gym teacher going out there and and uh and harvesting votes uh, it should be confined to family and caregivers in our view sworn officials maybe and that's it exactly all right so you can make a case potentially and again they would have to show their ID. Photo ID. Hey, boy, you are a radical. Now, here's one. <laughs> Again, you know, we're laughing. We're, we're sort of... Because it's common because sense. Because it's a jocular sort of tone we're adapting. Right. But here's what I want... Here's why I want to do this. Because some politicians are out there on the progressive left claiming these, these things are elements racist. in these bills are somehow racist or nativist or somethingist. And it's just... Goofy, it's just ridiculous. Signature on the outside of the ballot must comport with the signature on the inside of the ballot. How about that one for radical? Does that have anything to do with race at all? No. You win the prize. Just enough. Enough. Something you are big on. We've had experiences here in Maryland. We've had experiences in other states. Mm, computer. There are uh, clearly issues relating to cybercrime. There are issues relating to election interference in the cyberspace. There are issues relating to with 
malignant regimes out there, anti-American regimes, Iran, China, Russia, potentially interfering with our vote, with our election day. Wouldn't you like to have, just going back to your great, 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 great grandfather, wouldn't you like to have a paper ballot backup? Exactly. Thank you. I am all for the paper ballot. And we're not anti-technology. No, we're not we are great not. at it, but we're pro-technology, right? We're pro-technology, but we also understand that... There was a period of time in Maryland that we didn't have that. It was a very interesting time. Yeah, that's well, all that's I'll another say. story, my dear. So paper ballot backup seems to us just to make a great deal of sense, common sense. Um, we saw some disturbing, and nobody's really talked about this element. I have two more. We saw film mostly on Fox, not just on Fox, but primarily on Fox, of vote counting in certain states, I believe Pennsylvania and Philadelphia, where, where election observers, partisan election observers, who had every right to under law right. to be present as votes were counted, and were both not sides should have people allowed there. in the room. Right. All sides. To do it. All sides. The right. Libertarian Party, right. the Green Party. And that's I don't care part, part of the regulations that you know, are part of vote counting, that you have people watching. Yeah. Yeah. Real eyeballs watching. And, and that just kills. It just kills. You talk about, you know, we see um, big tech out there saying we want to get rid of all these crazy rumors and all these, uh, all these nut cake white right wingers out there with all their conspiracy theories. One way to kill conspiracy theory is to have eyeballs on the vote. Well, I mean, when you see that kind of video, that's why people out there think that there was a problem with the election. Yeah. Uh, it, again, it was the gaslighting, yeah. right? Yeah. It's not what you saw. You didn't see that film that showed that, you know, either either the watchers were getting out of there or the piles of ballots that were sitting there either counted twice or uncounted. We and, don't know. And were some mail-in ballots without creases? Exactly. <laughs> All of it. Anyway. Um, so again, complete transparency with respect to vote counting. We are America in the year 2021, coming up to the 2022 midterms. No excuse not to have real eyeballs, everybody watching. And make sure that you have those attorneys on the ground too, ready to uh, react to whatever needs to be done as the process is going on. Everyone has the right to have that too. And my final mandatory, we have a couple of permissive here, but my final mandatory element here is no HR1, no federal government preemption with regard to voting. Absolutely you know, this not. This is a federal society. This is federalism at work. Let the states, let the locals do their thing. They want to come up with different days concerning early voting or mail voting. Let them do it. Let them do it in a transparent way. Let them do it in a way that comports with their laws. Make sure those laws are followed, unlike last cycle. Uh, on the per permissive end, and we've talked about this, you and I grew up with Election Day. I won my first race for that state legislature. I met Kendall Sabisky at the time, my second uh, race for the state legislature. You were voting. I actually, we met at the polls. I, I arrived at that poll because you used to work polls. Politicians worked polls. You actually, in a delegate race, a down ballot race, you could impact the final vote. I Absolutely. won my first race by 93 votes. You better believe I turned 93 people that first day, that, that first election. Pinewood Elementary. Pinewood Elementary, exactly right. So uh, as far as number of days of early voting, you know, we're not crazy about early voting, but okay, it's, it's, a, it's a sop to 
reality and folks that work for a living. And all, okay, how many days? Figure it out. If you want to throw weekends in there, figure it out. I don't even. But it have shouldn't a, be crazy. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be, be crazy. crazy. And, and and it, it shouldn't it, be two and a half weeks. Right. It got it got crazy in some states. It's getting crazy. It's getting but, crazy. The early. other thing that's really interesting, uh, I think you mentioned this before in one of the shows, and that is that you could vote before you've even seen a debate, and a debate oh. might change your mind. You know what? So it is so true that that is the case. So I think that when you have early voting a month in advance, it just doesn't work. You need to have realistic early voting with real workers, watchers, the whole ball of wax. And really, that's why Election Day was there, too, because the system was set up so that all these people were there for that particular day, and we knew that everything would be represented well. Now, well, people Babe, have questions, I'm really glad and you people that are up. not yeah. uh, trustworthy. I'm really glad you brought that up, because this would really pertain to the presidential election where they were it may be a statewide race but with a governor race. because you don't really have too many debates at the local level or council races or state legislative races a governor's race a statewide race Senate a race. presidential role statewide a presidential race right. you would have you know some sort of provision which says uh, early voting can start once the debates are, are complete, because debates impact numbers, debates impact polls. The president last time uh, did not do well, in our view, in the first debate. He, he, he saw you saw in the polls. He tanked in the polls. In the second debate, President Biden, then candidate Biden, Vice President Biden didn't do well. President Trump came back up. Polls count. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, uh, debates count. So you should have a completion date for debates prior to early voting starting in our view um and if they want to make election day another permissive element here if they want to make election day a holiday you don't really need it in my view in our view if you have a week or two of voting if they want to do it i don't care that much because maybe it gets more people to the polls but again maybe we're talking we're reflecting our age election day used to mean something your age election day well good point Election Day used to mean something. Candidates worked the polls. I loved Election Everybody Day. Everybody built up the bill. Right. Now there is no build up. It's no. just And you weeks. don't need to work the polls. You need to be, I guess, on social media instead. Yeah, yeah that's exactly right. So I'm glad you brought that up, babe. So again, for those of you who uh, wrote in, called, uh, questioned us with regard to what we would like to see in our perfect statute, maybe we left some things out. We'd love to hear for you uh, going forward, from you going forward. But in our view, these are... Quite frankly, common sense provisions, liberals and conservatives, maybe not progressives, but liberals and conservatives should be able to agree on these provisions. They just make sense. It's transparent. It's fair. It's balanced. has nothing to do with race or income. Why not? And that's the bottom line. That is the bottom line. Thanks so much for listening. Please go to BobErlich.com, our great new website, all things Bob Ehrlich. Articles, Western Journal. You can hear our podcast. So please do that. You can also contact contact us at Earl Bottom Line at Bob underscore Ehrlich and at Kendall Ehrlich. Thanks so much for listening. Godspeed. <laughs>